So these scriptures today, in our, in our psalm today, it says here, I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. So first of all, there has to be an understanding that we need rescued. If you're, you know, drowning and you don't see that as a problem, then obviously you're not alert, right? There's something wrong if you think that drowning's fine. Or let's say you're, you're um, failing out of school and you're just like, oh, that's just how it is. You need rescued, right? We need rescued. Or let's say you have an addiction that you can't overcome. You need rescued. And so it's very important that we understand like Christmas is not going to make sense to anyone, nor is it going to make us excited if we don't understand the situation we're in without Christmas. So if you understand the bad news, then you really are going to appreciate the good news. And so this is very important, I think, for all of us to kind of look in your hearts right now. Where are you in your appreciation of Christmas is coming? God is coming into the world. And again, we could be very religious and go to mass and pray and do all these things, but really not engage our hearts. God wants to engage the heart. He wants to engage each of you and I. He wants to engage our heart. But sometimes we get into this kind of lassadaisial approach of life where we're just kind of, you know, it doesn't really matter. We're this, we're that. Uh, okay, I'm good. I'm fine. But are you? Every one of us here, in a spiritual sense, have cancer, like spiritual cancer. It's a disease. We have a tumor. That's what our sin is. It's like having tumors. And we're like, ah, I'm good. I'm fine. But we don't realize the consequences of sin often. And that's why God sent John the Baptist into the world to prepare the way for the Lord. Because Jesus knew that people were kind of asleep. They were getting used to the laws of the, of the Hebrew Israelite people. They were just getting used to going to the temple, doing their prayers. But they weren't really present to God. They weren't really there with Him. Their hearts were far from Him. You know, it, was like, it would be like, you know, we're here at church. We're here because, you know, this is what we do at Mass at a Catholic school. We come to Mass. But our minds and our hearts are, you know, like, oh, lunchtime, or we're thinking about sports, or we're thinking about what we're going to do after school. And I'm not saying those things are bad, but we got to look at why aren't we getting excited at times? You know, all of us, why aren't we getting excited for Christmas? If we really understand the situation we're in without Christ, then we're going to be like, oh my God, thank you for coming into the world. My God, thank you. Thank you for saving me from my disease of cancer, of sin. Thank you for saving me from hell. Think about that. He's saving us from hell, eternal suffering. Jesus came into the world to save us. And so you got to think about that. Who's being born? Someone who can save us. But do we know we need saved? That's what the psalmist is saying. I will praise you, Lord, for you've rescued me. Have you allowed the Lord? Have we all here realized, one, we need rescued? And so one of the things, you know, an analogy that we might think about here is, um, you know, think of sports. 
Think of all the energy we put in our society into sports and all that goes on. We miss church for sports. That's called idolatry, by the way. We miss church for sports. We make a false god out of sports. And we're like, ah, you know, everyone else is doing that. It must be okay. You know, that's how the world kind of is. So is it okay? Did God say, ah, you know, keep holy my day, but if you have a soccer event or if you have a football event, if you have something going on, that's okay. Go ahead and go do that. You know, God in the scriptures will not be mocked. It says in the Bible, I will not be mocked. And in some sense, I know you guys can't drive and I know um, a lot of people, you know, your parents, if, if they don't go to mass, then that's something you need to tell them. Like, this is mom and dad. This is serious business. We got to go to church, right? And that's where you guys are getting to the age where you can tell your mom and dad, listen, Father Michael and Father Mark says we need to go to mass. And so ask your mom and dad. And think about it. If you, were on the, if you guys were on the football field or soccer field and it was halftime and you were letting the enemy or the opponent just kind of run all over you. Let's say the team captain or the, the quarterback or whoever the captain of the team was were like, you know, the coach said to run this play, but I think we're just going to run my plays. We're going to do it the way, the way I want to do it. When you got into the locker room, what do you think the coach would do? Hey, guys, that was great on the field. You just got your butts kicked. That was really nice. That was great. You know, everything was good. I'm glad you ran plays that I didn't call. I'm glad you ran your own plays. I guarantee you, anyone here has been in the locker room with a coach that is serious about the game, if you're not playing as a team and your heads aren't together and you're running plays that he didn't call, guess what? You're going to get yelled at. And it's not because he's being an idiot or she's being an idiot. It's because the coach was given the role to be a coach to take the team to victory. And so John the Baptist, it says, what'd you go out into the desert to see? What do we expect? Think about this. What does the church expect? What do we expect from the church? Do we expect the church where this, everyone just make up your own, do rules and do whatever you want. God's a loving God. We're all going to go to heaven. It really doesn't matter. That's the biggest lie Satan could ever tell us. It does matter. You don't win a game by doing what you want to do. You win a game by following the lead of the coach, by following the rules. And you don't win a game by missing practice. You don't win a game by not conditioning. How many know what conditioning is like, right? See, you guys go to practice, you go to conditioning. Think about it. What about our souls? Did you ever think our souls need conditioning? That's what mass is. Do you like to go to conditioning all the time? Probably not, right? It's not always fun, is it? Or do you always like to go to mass? I'm tired. I don't want to go to church today. I want to sleep in. Well, guess what? You miss practice. You know what the coach is going to say? You're on the bench. You're not playing this game. And so it's important to understand that all the energy and effort we put into the things the world considers important. How much energy are we guys putting, all of us, how much are we putting into our faith life? Preparing for confession. When I was your age, I was, a, I was bored out of my mind at Mass. I didn't even really want to go to Mass. Actually, I would fight, and maybe like a lot of you, I'd just fight not to even go. I didn't want to go. You know, I hated getting dressed up. I hated going to church and doing this and doing that. But I can say this, when I did go to Mass, when I came home, I don't know how to explain it, but I felt something in my heart saying, it's the right thing to do. 
And I actually felt God honoring my choice. I don't know how else to explain that, but I felt like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. Even though I didn't, you know, it's not like you come to Mass. We're not here to be entertained, okay? Mass is not entertainment. It's the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on that cross in an unbloody way. The same thing that happened on Calvary is happening right here at this Mass. And you know what? Every one of us will perish, meaning go to hell, if we don't experience what? Christ, the Savior. And a coach don't call you into the locker room to give you a, a, a talk, halftime talk. And even if he's yelling at times, I'm not preaching and teaching and talking and coaching just because I don't like you guys or I don't want you to feel good. This isn't about feeling good. This is about truth. The truth. When God gives a law, He's not just blowing hot air. When He gives a law, He means what He means. Imagine if every player on the field just made up their own rules. You know what? Soccer would be the worst game ever. There wouldn't even be soccer if there weren't rules which make soccer what it is. Football, name it. Basketball. Well, you know, instead of three-point line being here, one player says, well, the three-point line should be like three feet from the basketball hoop. Another person says, no, you know, to get a touchdown, you shouldn't have to stay within the, 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 the foul lines. You should be able to kind of like run outside around the bleachers into the back of the end zone and score. Like you should be able to kind of do whatever you want. How many of think about it, guys. What's our, what is our world saying about truth? You make it up. What's true for you is true for you. What's true for me is true for me. We all make up our own truths. But guess what? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He didn't say, I'm one of many ways. If you like me, fine. If you don't, that's okay. So I think all of us here, the church in general, needs to wake up to the reality that what? God is God. I'm not. He's the judge. I'm not. He's the coach. I'm a player on his football field or his earth. And he's going to ask me, how did you obey me or not? And he's not going to say like, well, you know, I agree. You had your best favorite TV show was coming on. Why would you want to come to church when you could have watched your favorite show? Or, you know, it's cold out. You know, I don't want to get up. Think about it. So where are you in this? How do you feel right now? What's going on inside of you right now when you hear this message? This is how the prophets spoke. And you know what they did to the prophets? Cut their heads off. You know why? Because they didn't want to hear it. How many of us? I know because I played and as a kid. I played football and I was at times like this coach is an idiot. What's he doing? Like, why is he yelling like this? But it's serious. This is way more important than winning a football game or a soccer game. This is our eternal destiny. And so I want us to hear. He says, what you go out to see? Church, when you come to Mass, what do you expect? You guys, God loves us. That's all. Everyone go home and keep doing as you want. Keep your status quo up. Keep doing and following all the bad habits. It's no big deal. What'd you go out to see? What are you coming to church for? Do you really want to grow in Christ? Or do you just want to kind of sit there? And this is another thought. You know why it's boring at Mass at times for us? Because we're not taking God serious. If you took God serious, you would be like, oh my gosh, I'm out of shape. I need conditioning. If you want to be an athlete, you, ha- you need what? You need to eat right. Guess what the Mass is? 
spiritual food. We need to eat right to play well on the field. What else? When you get hurt, you go to the trainer. Right here. This is called physical therapy. Right here. This is where the when you're when you're messed up from the game, you go in here, and Jesus takes care of the wounds on our souls. Think about it. When you're sick, what else does the church offer? The sacrament of anointing. When someone's really sick, the player gets really hurt on the field, they come to the coach, to Christ through the priest, and He gives them the anointing of the sick. He blesses them and anoints them. Okay? Think about these things. Confirmation. It's like a player... What do you call it? When you, is it red shirt? Is that what it's called? When you kind of like, you start to, when you, when you are starting to play, right? It's kind of like that confirmation is like, okay, you're going to be on the field next game. You're going to be confirmed in Christ. You're going to get out on the field. And guess what? There's a lot of people out there that are going to tell you, ah, you don't need to go to practice. You don't need to go. You're good. Everything's great. But you need to be smarter, not buying into everyone's jumping off the bridge. Let's jump off together. No, be smart. You guys are blessed to be at a Catholic school to hear the message of Jesus Christ, the truth every day. And so God's going to ask you like, hey, what are you guys doing? How's it going? How's your prayer life going? Conditionings like your prayer life. How's your prayer life going? What's going on? And God's encouraging us. Don't feel like, man, I got a long way to go. Guess what? I do too. I as a priest go to confession every, at least every two weeks I go to confession. Because I'm a sinner too. You know, I come to Mass and I love being a priest. And I was an architectural engineer. I could have did a lot of other things. But I became a priest because this is what God called me to. I love being Christ and giving Christ to you and I. And so he's calling you to do the same. Some of you guys here will be called to be priests. Are you going to be strong enough, a man of God, to be that priest God's calling you to be? Some of you ladies will be called to be religious sisters, perhaps. Missionaries in other countries, even. Some of you could be martyred. That's the truth. And then some of you will be called to the sacrament of marriage, most of you. Okay? How's God going to call you? It's now. Now's the time. And God's saying, let me rescue you. From a culture and a society that's a bunch of walking, living dead. That's why I always say there's an attraction to zombies today. Because most people are like, yeah, everything's good, I'm good. We feel like zombies. So I want you guys to think about this. You're here. And what's God saying to you right now? Don't be afraid to confront in your hearts your frustrations. Like, man, I don't know what to think right now. What's going on inside of you? Where are you at right now inside? See, God wants to... The reason he sent prophets, guys, is because he wants to engage the heart. He wants to wake us up. He says in the Bible, awake, O sleeper, arise. Awake and arise. And you know what? When somebody gets excited about their football game, it's because they're challenged by it. How many of us like a challenge? I like a good challenge, right? We like a good challenge. Who here would like a football game where you're just kind of like... There's no challenge. There's no point. It's like you're going to kill a team every time, 100 to nothing. But there's never any opponents that like give you some challenge. I like to be challenged. And I would, I would think that in your hearts, you would too. Otherwise, it gets boring, doesn't it? 
And you know why it's boring? Because again, if we take God serious, we got one big challenge, don't we? But if we don't take God serious and just write him off, put church down here, God down here, and everything else in the world up here important, well, church is going to be boring. It's like going to a practice field where the coach never really challenges you. And so I want you guys to think about this Mass. You can make a decision at this Mass to let Jesus Christ be your Lord and Savior. And I can't do that for you and you can't do that for me. But what I'd like you to really think about is at this Mass, make a decision at communion time to let Jesus Christ be your Lord and your coach and your Savior. But you need to do that in your own hearts. So when you're kneeling down or sitting at communion, you close your eyes. You're not, don't look up here at everyone else going to communion. Sit down and talk to the king of the universe who's living in you. Say, Jesus, these are my honest thoughts right now. This is what's going on inside of me. Please help me. I really do want to make you the center of my life. And so as we continue Mass, let's, let's take that to heart. Let's pray the prayers of the Mass with our hearts. Let's ask the Lord for that grace. Just think of it like this. If you were at your, your, your football game or your soccer game, how would you respond when someone scored? How do you respond when your buddies or your, your teammates down? How do you take care of them? How do you build up the team? Okay? So God's calling us. So as we continue Mass, let's ask for these graces to take seriously this call. Um, of being a follower of Jesus, not to just kind of let it blow off. So why don't we stand?